Media Lens on Sabahul Muslim with Ibrahim D. Well, as can be expected, discussions for for last the last number of days, and certainly for the you know few days to come, everything related to Palestine. From a South African perspective, the ICJ results were delivered last uh, Friday. The International Criminal Justice Court, a court of justice, and uh, uh, you know South Africa themselves, or many in the South African community, viewing it as a victory. The case was not, of course, thrown out or dismissed as the State of Israel wanted. will still be heard. There will be more comments from the ICJ coming. But, of course, the question would be is that whether a compliance, that how do you get the State of Israel to comply? Already, bombings continuing, indiscriminate killings as of the last 24 hours of uh, dozens of women and children being, uh, you know, slaughtered by the, by the regime, uh, by the IDF already you know, having taken place. And this is, you know, five, six days after the ruling itself, which they themselves, not entirely dismissed, but saying that the ICJ has not called on a ceasefire, therefore condones our our actions. Well, joining us for the uh, for the media lens this uh, this morning, Brother Ibrahim Dean. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Brother Ibrahim, Maf, we tried to get you a little early on. I think load shedding may be having some, uh, uh, you know, gremlins in the system. But very briefly, Brother Ibrahim, uh, the ICJ, uh, the take on the uh, on the ruling of the of the panel that was received last week, how it has been received in the country and going forward. So, I mean, I think the big thing with the ICJ ruling specifically is South Africa won regardless uh, because. Way to say no, oh yeah, the ruling basically taking a stand is taking a stand, and that's given it one, uh, uh, you know, in keeping with its very principled moral stance now 30 years uh, in the democracy, and also, secondly, um, you know, mainly because it now enhances its soft power that Arab regimes didn't do this, and there's actually the South African that took uh, Israel to the Court of Justice. So, the victory from a South African perspective was regardless of a loss or win, was actually taking Israel to court. In terms of the ruling itself, one is that, um, yes, the ruling didn't rule for a ceasefire, uh, but the significance in the ruling is that generally 90% of decisions are based on political views of the judges, uh, you know, as seen. And, you know, the, 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 the ruling calling for a report, and as someone was saying, you don't stop genocide with ceasefire, you stop a genocide by stopping attacks on civilians. Uh, you know, that is a very unanimous ruling, and, I mean, you know, even prior to the ruling, we knew Israel wouldn't comply. Uh, but now there seems to at least be some, you know, I mean, uh, legitimacy, legitimacy, uh, international legitimacy, uh, legitimacy to South Africa's criticisms of, you know, the Israeli actions in in the strip. Um, and I think, uh, you know, thirdly, and uh, you know, slowly but surely, we're starting to see, and this is, you know, a bigger issue is that the ruling has meant that some media organisations initially very dismissive. Uh, you know, the BBC, for example, had an article titled, uh, you know, Israel sanctioned but war allowed to continue, or something along those lines. You know, they've had to now slowly change a bit of the narrative um, uh, and talk about, I mean, there's an article, for example, in the BBC today about house demolitions and the fact that, you know, over 50% of buildings, I mean, we know the number is more like 70% or 80%, you know, uh, uh, have been destroyed. Uh, and this, you know, this can be allowed to happen. So, you know, the ruling does have consequences and slowly will shape the narrative 
Um, and I think from a from an international law perspective, at least, uh, you know, and 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 South African perspective, one justifies the decision to take Israel to court, but also um, ensures that at least, you know, slowly but surely, that the international institutional biases are starting to get addressed, and that's you know one of the key factors in actually changing. Um, uh, or that will be one of the uh, factors in changing the conflict going forward. However, I mean, in the short term, you know, uh, the Israeli actions, because of Israeli arrogance and intransigence, is actually increased and enhanced. So, you know, it make, make the situation worse on the ground at the moment. Um, but, I mean, at least something is, you know, attempted uh, or at least is being done, uh, you know, at the, at the international global level to try and sanction Israel. Finally, uh, you know, Ibrahim, have you observed that uh, when the um, application was made all those weeks ago, the rhetoric coming out of certain political parties uh, that were previously supportive of Israel post October 7th uh, might have changed? You know, they might have become more subdued or, or, or silent entirely, noting that it's very likely that the court will, uh, if not entirely side with South Africa, consider this to be a plausible case and they would you know end up sitting on the wrong side of history i mean i think that you know at, at the global level you know the western powers seem to have still doubled down in support of it uh, at, at the political level uh, you know we just saw the statements a few days ago trying to say that the dutch the former dutch prime president or prime minister before before help well uh, you know the current islamophobe actually tried to ask lawyers or uh, diplomats to see how they could minimize, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the Israel's actions, like the damage of Israel's actions in Gaza. Um, so, you know, that support has continued. We see the Biden administration also double down on its support, at least from a rhetorical perspective. Um, you know, but, you know, I mean, domestically, we do see a change. We do see many of the parties that were previously supportive now claiming neutrality, uh, you know, that they won't want to uh, have statements on, on Israel-Palestine, uh, even though, I mean, you know, the statements on Ukraine came very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that the decision has at least uh, empowered or at least ensured that, you know, um, the, domestically the support for Israel, you know, has had to be toned down because obviously the court basically said that there's a plausible argument that Israel committed uh, genocidal actions in Gaza. I mean, we all see it on screens, but now the court said it. Um, and so it's very difficult to defend that. Um, but as I said, at the, at the global level, uh, you know, those who support Israel seem to still be supporting Israel. Um, and, uh, you know, at least on the on the support of Palestine, your, your Irish and those other parties are now, especially in the second part of the cases, because the case wasn't dismissed, will likely also um, provide evidence in support of South Africa's request. So we're starting to see this creation of this, uh, you know, non-aligned movement, but uh, that is very uh, supportive of the Palestinian cause. Brother Ibrahim, Dean, shukran jazakum khairan for joining us. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.